and welcome back to another podcast. This is Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. We got some good old Wendico stuff for you again. This is special too. Yeah, this is part two of, of the special. our special for the Wendigo. Lexi didn't realize it was going to be like Too long. long. No. Did not realize it was going to be so long. So, if you have listened to part one, we have... These are the states that we have left to talk about. We have Texas... Mississippi, Indiana, Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, West Virginia, Vermont, Connecticut, and Canada. And Canada, I know, is not a state, but it ties into the story. And we have to give our input on everything still. So, make sure you listen to part one. And, (coughs) yeah, so let's just dive right in because, you know, this is going to be a long one. It's going to be a big one right here, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this is about the Texas Wendigo. This first story is in Yorktown. So, Yorktown. That sounds familiar. Yorktown. You know, Yorktown, that's, I think, where that hospital is that you did. Uh, I did so many hospitals. There was a hospital you did, and I think it was Yorktown. It's really haunted. It was like a hospital in an insane asylum or something like that. All my hospitals are yeah, insane so. I think I remember that I probably that town. did do one, though. From that hospital. Because I started out in Texas, and I was like, I'm going to go other places. Yeah, like the first episode. <laughs> okay. So, there, there was this girl who was, like, um, walking or whatever. And there was this old metal building on one Look, side of the... I typed in Whitico of Texas. It went automatically to Yorktown. Hmm. Um. There was this old metal building on one side and two, like, smaller white houses with it. And it was beside the woods. Well, um, she was walking or whatever. Well, on the left side, she looked over and she saw this eight-foot pale figure across, you know, the way. So, on the left side. (coughs) And it was about 40 foot in front of her. And then she, you know, ignored it. She kept on seeing it, and she ignored it. Well, then she got this feelingness of heaviness and dread that had washed over her. Well, she looked, like, back and forth between the road and, you know, the buildings and stuff in the woods. Well, the fifth time, this thing was on all fours. It was crouching over. It had white skin. It was bald. It had huge black eyes. It had a human face and body and twig arms. And it had it was swaying back and forth like a freaking praying mantis. Wow. And then she ran home. She was like, bye. Well, I don't blame her, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't blame her. Well, then I said, I saw something else. Um, Sorry if I'm making some noise, guys. I'm just trying to move my cord. She had heard, I guess, like her friends calling her name in this like body of woods that what you know and that she they knew. were in playing no like it was just her walking oh and she heard her friends calling her and she's like my friends aren't here what the heck so she just ignored it and kept on walking and she was so and then that's the, the creature appeared out of nowhere <coughs> so now my second story about texas is in colleen is that how you say it colleen, colleen? yes colleen texas clean clean Texas. Okay. 
this reminds me of something off of the um, alien, another uh, an alien movie. So this guy, he was walking home from a friend's house late at night, and it was dark. You know, he he referred to it being dark as hell. So, but he said that there was only one street line light on the road that he was walking on. You know, and it was like in the middle of the road. It was really creepy, like something off of a movie. Oh yeah. Well, he had passed, passed, passed. He passed. He had passed five houses, and then he felt a shiver or like a creep down his like spine and his hair like rised, and he was like, uh, ew, "I don't like this." Well, he was like someone. He felt someone watching him, and he was like, "Ew, no." So then he turned around and he saw this like grave figure statue thing. Seven or eight feet tall. He had deep black eyes, a dark mouth, twig arms, and then he ran home. As he was running home, the uh, lamps behind him um, started the, breaking. Yeah, like it, he could hear like going the, psh, like psh. the cr- no, because there's only one on. So like, but the, they were still there. They were just one on. The creature would like jump to them, and he could hear like the crashing of everything behind him. Like the world was falling apart. Um, he swung the door open and he bolted it shut, but then the creature, like, knocked on the door. But he didn't open it, luckily. Some people would be stupid enough to open it. I would have. Screw it. <laughs> Psych! Take me! No. I wouldn't uh, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm a big wuss. Um, and this one's in Minnesota. This is a really short one. This guy just saw this Wendigo just, like, it chilling out. Huh? It was where? In Minnesota, oh. this guy just saw it on the side of the road, just chilling while he went on the way to work. He didn't stop. He was like, "I'm leaving," but he just saw it on the way to work. <laughs> hmm. It's so. not every day you see a Winnico going to work. Yeah, I was like, "That's a story to tell." Yeah. Um, and then this one's in Mississippi. This is spell a, that. M i s s i s s s i p p i. Ha. Okay. So this. These people, they had, like, this guiding camp tour they would do with about, like, a group of kids. And they would, like, take them to camps and, like, you know, just, it was like a thing. Well, there was this one, this, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but this is really important to the story. There was this, like, one kid, and this kid was, like, kind of autistic. So, like, when this kid mentioned that he was, like, seeing stuff, this, these people were, like, you're okay. No, you're not. It's okay. It's all in your head. Basically. So, like, this kid was seeing, they kept on, this kid kept on saying that he was seeing, like, this really tall man in the woods. And the camp counselors were like, you're fine. <laughs> Nothing's there. And they were like, he was like, yeah, there is. But they were just ignoring it because they were like, oh, he's kind of artistic. He's just making it up. So, then, later that night... They heard one of the girls, it was an only girl, one girl that they heard because she was in a separate tent. She heard her talking, they heard her talking to somebody. Well, then they saw something sh- like shake the tent. They played it off and they were like, oh, it's just a prank. And they went back to bed. <coughs> Instead of, you know, going to check it out <laughs> with kids there. Wow, it wasn't just a prank. It's just the guys playing like, jokes on us. I get it if there wasn't kids there, but if like you were in charge of all those kids, it's your duty to like go check it out. Yeah, like having your own kids there. So, oh, and this camp—I'm not trying to call out the camp, but this camp was Little Trisket Camp in uh, Montana. So they uh, they went there, or whatever. 
And they woke up the next morning and like the stakes that like you have to hold the uh, tent down with, they were bent at a 90 degree angle. Hmm. Like, and they were, I mean, they're like already kind of bent that way. Like if you look yeah. at it, but like they said they were bent like the backwards way. Like they were bent backwards. Oh God. And they tried That's to do it. strong fella right yeah, there. Yeah, they tried to do it and they were like, I can't bend these. <laughs> and the girl couldn't do it. Like. Yeah. They were like, that's weird. So then, this was another another separate occasion. This uh, camp counselor, she had gone to the bathroom. Like, the adults and the kids had separate bathrooms. So this grown-up went to her bathroom, and she felt someone, like, watching her, and then she heard footsteps like a little kid was following her. Well, then she went back down there, and all the kids were sound asleep, and she was like, what just followed me to my bathroom? Then, like, he was watching me take a pee. <laughs> so I was like... Well, he's not only a creepy guy, he's a pervert, too. Yeah, apparently so. Um, and then this is another story. I have three stories on this one. This is another one. Well, the, this person was hunting on a snowy Saturday, and this person said that the woods were deadly quiet. Like, See, and that's always the first sign. If you're a guy who's been out in the woods, that's like your first sign. It's like when... When the whole, when the woods is like dead quiet, something's up. Yeah. Everybody like, knows something, but you. Obviously. Oh, and I said this is from Minnesota. I'm wrong. It's Mississippi. I don't know why. Okay, this is all from Mississippi. I got my things wrong. Yeah. But anyway, so they were. He was like hunting, and he was like, "It's deadly quiet." Well, then all of a sudden, he heard like a really like a grunting sound. Well, then he said it sounded like a gr- uh, butt call and like a bird call together and he was like okay then he saw something he didn't say what but he said he saw something so he ran he's like bye um and then he like got far away then he stopped and then he saw whatever he saw like following him in the distance so he um said it had a head of a deer he said it looked sick like really sick had white eyes was motionless it was nine feet tall and it looked like it had like a deadly virus kind of like that yeah like the picture well it chased him did you hear that too (laughs) stuff has been happening okay so it chased him basically to his truck and he hauled ass out of there as he would put it so that happened well then and this one I, this is weird so all these are weird but this was a summer in this uh lake called Toshall Toshall Lake about <laughs> Shut up, Lee. sorry my dog lost his crap about 16 miles of padding because it's like this long lake where you have to like pad your way through it and um he was paddling whatever and they got to like this campsite called Dead Man's Portage. And well, you have to like paddle and then you get to the campsite and like paddle, I guess, some more. And if you leave anything, you have to like paddle back. I don't really understand that part. Well, he left the sleeping bag somewhere, so he had to like go paddle to go get it. Well, as he got his sleeping bag, I was headed back to the campsite. The rocks started falling off the freaking cliff and hitting him. Like See, behind that's the weird. boat. Well, then they looked up where they were falling and there's like these red glowing eyes looking at them. That's weird because that's what the, uh, they say the Bigfoot does. Throw rocks at people? Yeah. Throw stuff at people. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) 
Okay. So, then in Michigan, this is a really short one, too. There's apparently this Wendigo hotel slash camp thing, but it's not spelt like W-E. It's W-I. So, like the So, spirit. we need to go there and spend the night is what you're saying. We could. But if we're not going into the woods, we are not going to do that. So. Oh, come on. <sighs> I don't want to die. Okay. So, then this one is in... Um, Indiana, um, Indiana. Indiana. That's what I said. No, you said Indiana. Indiana. So, um, so they fast. were, this person was inside their house and they heard like noises outside. They thought it sounded like a wounded cat. So they went out there to help. They're like, oh, okay, this poor cat. So they went out there. They heard, uh, they thought it was like a cat fight or whatever. So they went out there. Yeah. So then they went out there and they heard like the whisper of like a cat in the bush. Kind of like a, you know, like kind of like a purr thing, I guess. Well, this thing made a meow sound. Then they saw it. And it um, was standing like a person, but it was tall like a tree. Well, this person slowly backed inside and shut the door and locked it and was like, no. And ever since then, that person has had nightmares of it. Well, do you blame it? I mean, I have nightmares. Yeah, if that, I mean, that's really traumatic. So, so, um, okay. This one, I, okay, sorry, I had forgotten to write something. Okay, so this one is in Red River, Red River, George area, Kentucky. Um, Oh, Red River, George. So, this person had went camping, um, and they went, like, night hunting. Not hunting, hiking, sorry. Uh, oh, my God. These guys went freaking night hiking, too? Yeah. They, okay, so what they like to oh do my God. is these people were, like, stargazers. They were all about stars. Well, that's fine. You could go to an open field and do that, but I ain't going to go wander around in the yeah, damn Yeah, no, woods. they were, like, they're, like, we have, we're going to go. They went, they, they were really notorious for doing it. They're, like, we always go to campsites camp there like we get sleep and then we wake up when it's like really really dark and we go and we hike and find a spot to go stargaze so that's exactly what they did (coughs) well they got up and they noticed something was really off because normally you know how like when it's really good in stargaze like it's really perfect outside yeah well they said as soon as they started hiking the uh, clouds took over the sky and became really humid and just like eerie feeling and horrible well they took a break like they were hiking for a long time and then they found like this like a block of rocks to sit on you know what i'm talking about like those things they have in parks they sat on that well then this girl started walking up and if you're gonna go hiking what type of shoes do you wear you gotta wear some hiking boots or something with some hiking boots or like or tennis shoes or something something well this girl appears like in a sundress and flip-flops and she's wearing has one of the ha- headlamps, and she's just kind of just standing there staring at them. And the headlamp is like shining in their eyes, and they're like doing this, like covering, you know, the light. Well, she just stands there, and then one of the girls is like, "Hello, like, are you okay?" And this girl, the person, the girl that walks up answers them, but she's pausing in between each word. She's like, "Oh, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm okay." 
I just like, walk around in the middle of the night with a light on my head and flip-flops. Yeah, and they're like, um, and then it becomes like dead silence, and they're just kind of staring at each other, and she's like, okay, well then she turns around, and she goes back the way she came. Well, and they, <laughs> so like, they see the light like slowly disappears, like they know she left. Well, then they, the group of people get up, and they start walking. Then the clouds get thicker, and it becomes miserable, they said. Well, then they hear voices, but they're like, no one's here. It might be that girl, though, so let's just ignore it. Well, then they saw her headlamp, but they didn't see a body. <laughs> they were like, okay. That's when it was time to check out. Yeah, well, then they heard, like, the sound of the Wendigo. They thought it sounded like a bird's call, slash, like, a buck, slash, like, oh, 20 yeah. other animals. Um, and then they said it was, like, rhythmic, and it wasn't normal. So they were like, okay. Then they got, like, to leave. Like, they were just going to leave everything, and they were just, like, trying to find the way out. Um, and the trail wasn't that long, but, like, you know how whenever you're, like, trying to leave, or, like, you're in a situation where, like, you're, like, how much longer? It feels, like, 20 times longer. Like, okay. That's crazy. So, like, um, they felt longer or whatever. So then they're looking around because they're hearing the noises, and one of the guys caught that, like, the eyes of the Wendigo in the light. Well, because they felt watching stuff. And they get like, hurried. Well, then they heard it again, so they stopped. And one of the guys points, and he's like, huh, what's that, guys? Well, then they saw a light gray creature. He was in a crouching position as it, like, slowly tor turns towards them. And then it slowly stands, and it had, like, gray dolphin skin, they said. Well, then everyone froze, and for, like, five seconds, they just, like, stared at each other and the creature, and then the creature bolted at them and chased them out of the camp. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, I've noticed that in every story, these creatures are like, <laughs> get out. They just chase them out. They're like, yeah. you're in my spot. Okay. Get the, get the hell out to here. Yeah, basically. It's all mine. So, this one is in Alabama. Okay, this guy described, like, this creature as being, like, an omni-deer-like creature, which, and he also said that he was, like, um, had, like, smooth skin, his ribs showed, he had, like, a skull head with antlers, and his arms and stuff. We'll get to that in a minute, because I also, like, you have to go with the story. So, this guy was driving out at night on, like, a dark, empty road. There was, it was cool weather, it was really nice outside. Well, he had came to a stop sign, but this car that was in front of him was stopped, was stopped like, about 10 feet in front, like, below, like, behind the stop sign. Ew. That's kind of believable. Ew. Um, so, he stopped behind the car, he got out, and he saw this creature, like, at the other car, and he, yeah, I already described it, but he said the arms were, like, bent in an unnatural way. And he was on all fours, and then he looked at each other, and they ran, and then he ran away. Man, that's crazy how it's so tall, but it can go from upright to all, all fours, fours and just be gone. Yeah, it is. Um, ew, looks like it has like a unicorn on top. Um, and then this is in Georgia. So these Georgia, people <laughs> were Georgia. camping at the Chahada Wilderness Camp. They had heard a sound at night, and of course, they went to go check it out. They said it sounded like multiple people walking around the camp at once. 
And then they heard a whistling sound. And then they had heard, hey. And then, like, the whistling sound stopped. And then it started again. Well, there's two guys. And one of the guys, like, calls the cops. And he's like, hey, there's people messing with us. And are like, because they have, like, one of these cabins in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. And so they're like, dude, like, to help. Well, someone was running in a circle around the campsite, and after someone said, hey, the whistling noise came back. So that guy went to go call the cops, and they went to go get a knife in the tent, like one of the other guys went to go get the knife out of the tent, like, to protect himself. Then they saw the Wendigo. They sh- he shined a light at it, and this Wendigo did a backflip off the freaking tree and ran away. Wow. So they were like, uh-uh. So they packed up and left. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> No way, Charlie. Okay. So this is a three-parter in West Virginia. I almost West said, Virginia, I almost said Mountain the same thing. Mama. You almost said the dirty word, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> okay. So this... Sorry, Boogers. I have a really stuffy nose. I have allergies. It's my allergies. So this person was about 10 years old, and she was playing in the woods just, like, just after sundown. Sundown. Um, she had gotten the sense of like being watched, and she got she went to go home um and she got the sense of being like being watched and followed and stuff well she started running she got to this open field and she heard like clashing behind her like everything just being destroyed behind her well then she saw her house so she ran to her house and locked the door and then she looked out the door and she saw this pale thin dog-like um creature peeking out from behind a tree and then they locked eyes for a good two seconds and then he vanished then she had another instance in high school um who she was bow hunting late in the evening and she was walking out of the woods and then she heard a blood curling scream behind like her so she ignored it she was like okay it's probably an animal like i'm not gonna go investigate so then as she was older she um went to go like shoot and stuff well she was three-fourths back of the way to her vehicle then she heard movement behind like her so she kind of just played it off and started walking well then she heard it more so she turned and she got her gun and she looked through the scope and she saw nothing well then five minutes later she heard it she heard the noises (laughs) (laughs) heard it (laughs) She heard the noises again, and she looked through, uh, she heard it over her shoulder. Well, then she, like, looked without the scope, and she said that she saw what looked like to be, like, four or five coyotes, like, just together. Then she aimed the gun at the coyote, and then this, like, wolf-like thing or dog, she said, transformed and stood up and she said it reminded her of what she saw whenever she was 10. So then mm. she shot at it and it chased her to her vehicle. See, screw that. If I shot at something and it came after me, I think I'd haul ass too. So, that happened. <laughs> so she had three different instances, one in her childhood, one in her teenage years, and one in her adult years of the Wendigo. Like, that one just stuck with her. So, this one is in Vermont. So this person had headphones on. He went to go throw the garbage away. Then he headed back to his house, 
And over the headphones, he heard this loud banging, like before going inside. And he heard it, and he had turned around, and he saw something. And it was skinny, and it was like this humanoid, like pale gray thing. Well, it had jumped from the ground to the roof and disappeared. And then he ran inside. Wow. I think I would have moved from the house. Same. And a bunch of these, if you'll notice, like, they're all by woods. Yeah. Like, where Denny lives. So you so. want to go exploring at Denny's now? <clears throat> no. So, and then this is the second story in Vermont. So, it's dark and late again, and it, this person is, it's the same person, okay? He's outside with his dog. This dog growled, and he, you know, growled, looked at the owner, looked ahead, started growling again. And he was staring at something, then he got behind him. Then he was like, that's the same thing I've seen before. So, <laughs> um, he said it had antlers. It was on all fours. It was like a skeletal. And it was covered in fur. This is the first one I've heard covered in fur besides Helltown. Yeah. So then they like were glancing and staring at each other for a little bit. Then it let out like a shriek. Uh, he said it sounded like a pig and a woman scream uh. together. It hissed, and then it jumped onto a tree, and this guy was like, nope, and he went back inside. Like, could you even imagine? <laughs> that would be some messed up stuff. So. You're out there enjoying your time, and then all of a sudden you see some creature cutting some backflips and hauling ass. Oh, I know. So, we're almost done. I'm about to be in Canada. Canadia. Oh, Canadia. So, this is Connecticut. This is um, two Connecticut stories. Connecticut or Canadia? This is Connecticut. I'm about to be at Canada. Connecticut. So, this little first story, um, these this uh, person went to go visit their grandparents whenever she was little. Well, her grandparents were like, because they lived by woods, they were like, watch out for the Wendigo. And she was like, okay. Well, then as she got older, she was like six or seven, because she was like three when they told her this she was like six or seven well then she started getting like images in her mind of the wendigo and um then she was like nine or ten she started having visions in the house of the wendigo and this is the first one i read of like the wendigo like being in the house so she like saw the wendigo in the house and the head almost touched the ceiling the ceiling was about like 10 foot I guess she said and the thing was about 8-9 foot she said it looked like a frozen corpse it was naked had long arms and legs and it had like a morphed face and it was ugly was what she said so I was like that's like the one that I was like because that one didn't like attack her she just had like visions of it being in her home and she would get images from it so I was like, okay. Images. Well, then her grandparents ended up moving, so she didn't have to be by the woods anymore. <laughs> so, those are all the ones that I had got in the United States. So, before I moved to Canada, because Canada has a little bit of crap. So, what do you think about the stories that from part one and part two? Oh, man, I like them. Especially how they're kind of all over the United States. I thought it might have just been a south, uh, a north or northern well, thing. And so, like, I only found them, like, of the ones that we covered. That's the only place I really found them because I tried doing all 50, and I was like, that's weird. But I am glad that I kind of got, like, a mixture of everywhere. Yeah, because I mean, it is kind of cool because everybody's got their kind of 
different description. But every one of them say he's like eight foot tall, antlers. That he's really kinda, tall. Yeah. Almost everyone says he has antlers. Yes. He, and I've noticed, too, a lot of them say they hit like really sick and pale or like he went through like something. And, and only the only one that where he looks muscular or says he looks muscular is the Wendigo. I mean, the Helltown one. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't. Says and there's only looks, one that said dying. he has felt fur. So I don't know. But... Yeah. Okay. That's so, another one of them good old native legends. I mean, I, I mean, just because <coughs> we haven't seen it, it don't mean it's not real. Yeah, that's like saying, oh, is air real? Because we can't see I it. mean, come <laughs> on. There's no little kids that still believe in Santa Claus, I hope, that listen to this. And if, if there they is, do, cover sorry. your ears, and I'm sorry. But with this, everybody knows Santa ain't real, but... You were he never going to see him, but like Bigfoot and Wendigos and stuff like that. I think it's real. It's just no one's seen it, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, let me tell my Canadian story real quick, and then we'll, like, discuss our final thoughts. <laughs> okay. So, this is in Canada. This is their ver- This is like their version of the Can- the Wendigo. So, there's, this, there's two different stories and stuff. So, this guy, he was an Indian Swift runner. He lived in Canada from, like, 1978 to 1979. And he lived in on a wasteland, and he came to the city, you know, of St. Albert in Canada. And he told horrific stories of, like, the Wendigo, and everyone was like, you're you're lying, quit talking about it. No one believed him. Well, there's this one winner, because they got, I mean, winners up there are... You know, they actually get winters on, like, we don't get Yeah, they get, here. like, winters. Their winters last as long as the warm months do down here for us. Yeah, which is, like, all year round for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they got a winter, and it was really harsh. I mean, so his family froze to death, apparently. his He had a wife and children. He had six kids. Yeah, you know, they all froze to death. I don't know how he didn't freeze to death. If they all froze to death, how did he not die? So... He reverted to cannibalism. He got really hungry and he ate all his kids and his wife. Well, well then the gotta poli- teach them to do their crowers, huh? <laughs> so the police found the remains. Like he had buried them, but they found them. Well, then he ended up like turning distraught and like Wendigo obsessed after he ate his family. And people said that they saw him roaring, whining, and howling like a wild beast. Well, then he was arrested and executed, you know, for murder. Yeah. So, basically, like when I said in the beginning of part one, again, if you haven't listened to it, go... Go listen to it. it. I said, like, the spiritual part, like, basically, if you're a cannibal and you eat people, you turn into the Wendigo. Like, that kind of is this story. So, well, then there's another one like that. This guy, Timothy, um, he was, he was, a uh, worked at, like, a circus thing. So, he got on the bus to travel to Winnipeg to, like, go work at another job. Or, yeah. So, he, we're, uh, anyway, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought and I can't breathe. So, he got on a bus or whatever, and on the bus he had fell asleep. Well, then, the, his neighbor that was sitting next to him attacked him. And, um, on the bus, in front of all these people... He removed his head and ate it. Not his head. But, like, he removed his head and ate him. In front of all these people. So, all of these people saw him, like, commit this crime and everything. 
Well, then the passengers, you know, got sick and they were like throwing up everywhere from like watching this person eat another person in front of them. Well, the guy who attacked him got took into custody. And then he, his statement was, oh, or what people were saying was basically he went crazy because he was a Wendigo crazy. So, yeah. They're hiding it. I, I, yeah, that's his, his thing, but. I mean, regardless, he still killed somebody, so. Yeah, ate his, oh yeah, I mean, ate it, that guy and was on the bus still being a. Yeah, and people saw that. Like, they had to, like, block the bus. That's crazy in broad daylight. He flipped the hell out like that. Yeah, so. But that's, like, all I got. That's the end. And I know this special isn't going to be, like, an hour probably because, like, it's a wrap-up of, like, that other one. But, um, Yeah. So the only states that we were able to cover were Washington, California. Yeah, here's a picture of that uh, Indian guy, that runner dude. Oh, yeah, the remains. Yeah. Okay, so the only Jesus. states that we One, were two, able... Three. Golly, there's skulls. And... Uh, yeah, he, yeah. Okay, the only states that we were able to cover that I could find stories on were Washington, California, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. Oh, my Montana, God, that's the guy Wyoming. that was on the bus. Mm-hmm. Wyoming, uh, Utah, New Mexico, And he looks Colorado. like a normal dude. Yeah. Looks like uh, a normal Joe. Texas, Mississippi, Indiana. Is that the guy that was attacked or got, or attacked? Uh. Um, Kentucky, sure. Alabama, Georgia, West no, Virginia. No, killed Tim. Oh, yeah, he killed Timothy with his son. What? Oh. Huh. I um, Vermont, Connecticut, and Canada. Hmm. But those are the only places I was able to find stuff on. But they're not all in one spot, and they were kind of just everywhere all over the U.S. And Canada had some places, and I think U.K. did too. But um, pretty much everywhere has like their own version of the Wendigo. Well, it's one of them old kind of Indian legends you know and i mean like i said i believe in it i think it's real people is probably like oh you're stupid the winnico the bigfoot all that crap ain't real well and i mean like i mean if you look like at the i mean no pictures half of them can be fake and stuff like if you actually look like some of them ones i found there were some that was like yeah i couldn't i can yeah see that some other was you knew was fake yeah i mean it's it's crazy and there's like how every single story had like pretty much the same description. How can you fake that? Like how would you yeah, get you with can't fake over that. 50 people and be yes. like, "Hey, especially say this. people in Texas and Canada and uh all that everywhere." It is crazy though how some people were like attacked by the Wendigo and then some yes. people literally went crazy to cannibalism. Well, too, there's a uh, I can't I've been finding trying to re- find research on it. But the the hideaway man or the hide man, mm. he does the same thing, kind of like the uh, Wendigo. He uh, he's he takes you like you like a lot of people get lost in the woods. Yeah, and they blame it on him, kind of like with the Wendigo. Everybody blames it on that poor guy. He just wants to eat flesh. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Well. But I do like them old urban legends and stuff like that that's been around for freaking years, man. Because, I mean, there's some that you can listen to out there and you're like, yeah, there's no way. But like, like I said, I think it's stuff's real. I mean, yeah, I think it's a rule. I mean, 
Yeah. It's a real thing I, or creature or whatever you want to call I it. I think this one's real. And I mean, I think the like actual monster part's real. I don't think yes. the spirit thing's real. Like, I mean, I don't think like that guy. Like, if I don't think like the spirit things are like if you like if you're turned to a can like if you're a cannibal, you're gonna turn to the Wendigo. Because you know how yeah. many Wendigos we'd have all over the freaking U.S. Yeah. <laughs> Not just U.S. but everywhere. Like, so no, I don't believe that part. And I don't believe just from reading about the Wendigo, you can go Wendigo crazy. Yeah. Well, I hope we don't go Wendigo crazy. Hey, like, I'm, I'm in the mood. <laughs> I'm in the mood for a hot dog. For a hot dog, we have some dogs over there. Ew. <laughs> but well, oh, I just marked on myself. Well, I think it's been fun and real. Sorry, this one's not as long. But it's but a wrap up to part. It's a one. wrap up to part one, and we didn't want to. We okay. think an hour is good enough. We don't want to do maybe an hour and a half because we'll feel we'll lose you if we do that. I mean, we might. It just depends. But yeah. Once might we go start over getting a little bit hour, it. but might be a little bit. But but um, you guys uh, don't forget we're on what there, Lexi. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, and we're yes. trying to get on iHeart. iHeart Radio. So and our Instagram and Twitter is South Texas Ghost, and then check out our Facebook at Ghost Stories Told from the South, and our email is Ghost Stories Told from the South at Gmail dot com. Yes. So make sure to send us, because Halloween's coming out, so make sure to send us, like, stories that you might have oh, or, like, gosh, stuff yes. in your region or area because we're trying to come up with something to do for, like, the, how, the October, September and October. So check us for that. Um, it will be fun, guys. I'm anxious and ready for Halloween. <laughs> me too. Well, it just ticks me off because Halloween never sticks around long like christmas and everything <laughs> yeah else. no halloween's one of my favorite holidays i have a couple that i love but just um keep on liking us and keep on downloading and everything we've almost reached our goal and i'm so happy yes y'all keep helping us out and keep hitting them like buttons and follow subscribe downloads hit them all man and thank you to everyone who's been listening love. we're growing so much thank you to everyone all over the world i know great. that we're only covering us right now but eventually we will cover like all over right now yeah. we're just sticking to us because we are really small but we are eventually going to like cut stuff. But you guys from other countries, you know, y'all can uh, send us stuff that's ha like haunted in your area or folklore or whatever. Because we don't know anything. If you want to, if you got pictures from your area, send them. Oh, yeah. I forgot about like that. Like a send creepy them. house or something that you know that's haunted. Take a picture or something. You know. We could post it on our Instagram if you guys are okay <laughs> with yes, that we or our can. Facebook. You know? We can do that all day, every day. So. Be safe out there, guys. Be safe. I love you guys. Be good. And um, watch out for the creepy, creepy stuff out there, my friends. Don't get scared too bad. This has been Ghost Stories Told from the South. And I am Stephen Labouf, your host with the most. Yuck, yuck. And I am your co-host, Lexi. Ha, ha, ha. You'll be very good tonight. Remember... Don't go out in the woods and you might see them in the pool.